0: What the fuck is up, gamers? Welcome back to your favorite Sex in the City podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie, and uh, this is my fail dog for my cringe competition dog show. (laughs) Uh, I'm your host, Alex, and
1: pink wig (laughs) thick... Wait, no, I fucked it up already. Pink wig thick ass give him
0: whiplash. True. True. Good shit. God, I really thought that both of us were gonna like come in with like the dog name, and then neither of us brought oh, yeah? the dog name.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I I don't give a shit about like pedigree dogs. Um, fuck them.
0: This is true. The name was just very funny, which we'll get to later. But yeah, um, not as funny as like a racehorse name, but still. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is season six, episode sixteen, out of the frying pan, and we're like in the home stretch. This is like. I think, like, the fifth last episode of the show.
1: Yeah. yeah. I was watching it, and I was like, oh, we're really at end game. Like, we're setting up. It's like in Game of Thrones where, like, the last season, I'm like, oh, we are setting up for a finish. <laughs> like, the puzzle pieces are moving very quickly.
0: Mm-hmm. Everyone is
1: reaching their end arcs, and... We're going for it. We're going,
0: and, yeah. Full hog, just like in Game of Thrones. I really can't wait till like the last scene where Carrie and Big are like standing together and they're like about to kiss, and then Carrie just slides a knife right into his gut.
1: That would be good. I can't wait for when Carrie suddenly turns evil and uh, burns an entire city to the ground. Suddenly. Yeah, like she's just like mm, I've decided. Uh, I hate everyone, and I'm crazy now. Yeah. And she burns New York to the ground with her dragon.
0: Yeah, she melts. Um, she melts the Empire State Building, and it's a metaphor. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait
1: until um, Miranda is just like, "Guess I'll go exploring," <laughs> and then like I don't know. Charlotte Samantha is like Charlotte the Baron. And is like, let's all call this leader by the thing that is led, um, like something they might be sensitive about. Fuck that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Remember how they just called him Brown the Broken? And Brown is just like, um, okay.
0: He's like, I don't have feelings anymore. So it's fine. Cause yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: have feelings. Let's make my entire like name about how the fact that I am disabled. Like, yeah. let's make it let's make my entire thing about that not not that i'm like really smart and like i basically like a demigod at this point no (laughs) i hate that show
0: it's so bad it's it's truly bad and like if we went by game of thrones rules then technically carrie would be most well suited to be the the like monarch right because you know stories are the yeah. most important thing and they tie us all together and who has a mm-hmm. better story than our storyteller carrie so <laughs> you know
1: yeah who has a be- do you know what is important in the leader like it's not compassion it's not intelligence it's um stories and just like being cool and dope so yeah. <laughs> it's not It's not, like, empathy for their citizens and, like, looking out for them and trying to avoid war and, like, keeping peace and who politically would probably keep the most people happy. Mm -hmm. No. Let's have two northern leaders because people are going to be cool with that.
0: They're going to be cool with that and they're especially going to be cool with the fact that he's, like, maybe 14. Ups. He's like,
1: yeah, he's like a child.
0: He's a child
1: and he's disabled and this is like medieval fucking like fantasy, high fantasy world. So I guess everyone's you know, as famously everyone is called disabled people in like this universe. Um so let's have Brad. Now I'm question it. Um no one will question it. It will be yeah. good because he has a good story. Anyway, welcome to post <laughs> uh, second city.
0: Well, yeah, where you know a full year after Game of Thrones ending, we're still feeling normal about it. Anyway, oh um, our you know hero Carrie Bradshaw. Uh, <laughs> we're back with her again, and yeah, we're getting. Do you remember how
1: Jamie loved his
0: sister? <laughs> remember how he came full circle and he 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 still loved her at the end remember how bad that was I remember <laughs> when he like he like hooked up with Brienne and like admitted his feelings
1: about her and then literally the night after he was like psych
0: i'm a bad person actually <laughs> he said i'm billie <laughs> eilish <laughs> bad guy and left
1: i'm the bad guy Duh. and then he went back and he was like he loved his sister
0: and then a brick fell on him and he died <laughs> <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember how he was literally like brienne
1: you're the best psych i lied uh, jokes on you i love my sister
0: yeah some good shit <laughs> um oh my God. so in sucks in the city you know yeah our other classic hbo show whose ending yes we famously i was gonna say famously love as a joke but it genuinely is such a better ending than game of thrones even if it's not a great ending it's still like no just it's genuinely
1: it's like it's like 75 percent good if we're putting it on like the ending arcs of our main characters it is 75 percent good because maybe like Maybe just like 60. I don't know. I'm still like torn with the Miranda thing. But yeah. Most of them get like good endings. We have had a character arc. Mm-hmm. People start have grown. There has been growth without veering wildly off center.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's good writing.
0: Although I feel kind of like <laughs> Big and Carrie kind of parallel Jamie and Cersei at this point. Because yeah. she starts the show and she lo- she's in love with Big in season one. They go mm-hmm. through all kinds of ups and downs. Then she's like, I don't love Big anymore. I love this other person who's definitely way better than Big. And then she's like, Big again. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it's and like, then a brick falls I- on her and she <laughs> dies.
1: Aiden is is Brienne and I guess I don't know Carrie losing that dog is like when Jamie lost his hand
0: (laughs) question mark I feel like that she would have to like lose her column or something maybe it was when her her, her her laptop laptop broke broke. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) our minds it's the exact same cinematic parallels yeah if only she had like a season where she lived in a cage but it's fine if I remember, she had a season where she was in a cage and she was like covered in shit, <laughs> but like still kind of sexy. That was his sexiest season. I'm just saying, season two and three is when Jamie was hottest. So he's
1: kind of hot. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't. I feel like if I really thought about it, I could get like a full list of Sex in the City parallels to Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm um but the, anyway um <laughs> uh but but game of thrones aside we uh we're back we're back with carrie and um i literally forget oh right Al- petrovsky i literally called him the russian <laughs> in my entire notes because i just she doesn't use his name in like most of the episodes so like i just forgot it um yeah. but she, uh, she the, the petrovsky's just like taking her around the world i guess well, By the world she means
1: like different restaurants Because she's right.
0: like she's <laughs> she like, literally was in
1: Japan In that one. No she's talking about different restaurants Or even I guess like if we're being really If I'm giving her a lot of credit Maybe he took her to like little You know like the yeah. Like little Japan or like You know how there's like a Chinatown And there's in different cities like you have Like little groups of um, Like yeah. immigrants in diaspora Um i guess if i'm being really gracious i can say that he took her to those places which cool but like no i think he just took her to different restaurants and she's like oh we went to japan we went to france we went to korea we're going to korea tonight and it's like you're going to a korean barbecue
0: place yeah like it's good Um, shit but like you're just going places like he's just not taking you to the same restaurant over and over again No, he's just taking me to, like, different
1: restaurants with, like, different ethnic cuisines. Yeah. Um, Which is nice, but, you know. She's like, I'm dating a foreign man, so he's taking me to foreign restaurants. I'm learning so much. Aren't I special? I'm dating a man who's not American.
0: Yeah, it really is just like, wow, he's foreign, so he knows other things. Like, he... Uh, okay, um, i guess i'm pretty sure we all know like where we can go for ramen if we want i don't i think you're giving americans a lot of credit
1: there maybe yeah maybe but i don't know if it's necessarily like know that but yeah she's being a bit overdramatic about it and then one day he she's like all glammed up she kind of looks gorgeous she's wearing this like i think it might be vivian Westwood top and this like ruffled skirt and she has all this pearls and she looks gorgeous. And she comes down the stairs and sh- of her apartment and she's like, oh, where are we going tonight? Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, I thought we'd go somewhere uh, closer to home. We won't need a cab. I think we can walk there. And she goes, oh, and he pulls out some groceries and he's going to cook for her in her apartment.
0: Yep. Which she's kind of just like a little bit, not like mortified, but she's like, uh, what? Hello.
1: please warn me if you're gonna come to my place
0: i would want to know in advance if someone i was seeing was coming to my place Mm. especially if it was for the first time although like they have been dating for a while now so it's not like he doesn't know anything about her and i don't know it's it i would want to know a little bit beforehand if someone was coming over yeah yeah but Mm. I don't know, they go upstairs
1: and he, he cooks dinner and she seems to enjoy it and they're having a nice time but like she doesn't so he has she doesn't have like cook she doesn't have kitchenware because she's like i don't use my kitchen um and she also doesn't have like anywhere to actually eat in her apartment this is
0: like she plays it off like it's quirky but it's just kind of sad Yeah, it's like, do you
1: eat out all the time? Like, are you eating food? Like, it's really quite... I don't know. It's it's very, like, glamorizing. Like, oh, I don't eat. You know? Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, Yeah,
0: it makes it it seem really impressive later in the episode when we see Charlotte, like, frying eggs. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, oh my god, she fries eggs, she can cook, and she eats food. Like, it's not... I don't
1: know. It's, it yeah, she's like, oh I don't I don't I don't know how to cook. Am I quirky? Um and so they're sitting at like a coffee table on the floor, um, eating dinner and he's and they're like, and I guess he's like, you are quirky, but like you should have some, you should cook, you should eat food. <laughs> yeah. Um and then they go to the kitchen because he's like, oh, how about an espresso? And she goes, Oh, where are we going? because uh, i don't have an espresso machine which i think is rather normal
0: that's normal unless you're like like i know lots of people who are like super into coffee for sure who yeah. are like yeah totally normal if you do have one but if you're not like caffeine addicted i feel like it's not super uncommon to not like we don't have an espresso machine like i have a coffee maker <laughs> but that's yeah. it so like yeah, if I, I want espresso i'm i mean i don't but if i did i would just go to a coffee shop because I want it so infrequently, right?
1: Right. Like, I mentioned that I'm dating a guy who drinks espressos, and I remember I was like, oh, I just, I like coffee, but, like, I just have, like, instant coffee. And he was like, oh, my God, how could you drink instant coffee? Like, okay, fuck off fucking you pretentious dickhead. Like, (laughs) I I am happy. I like coffee, but also I don't mind if my coffee tastes like fucking dirt. Like, Mm -hmm. I just want it black. Yeah. And, that's it thank you i just want an americano um i don't give a shit it can be from fucking mcdonald's yeah as long as like
0: i i'm not fussed. i'm not pretentious about it i don't i'm not delicate um it's truly so annoying when people are pretentious about coffee when they're like oh you put cream or sugar in your coffee and like what's wrong with you do you not like its natural flavors and it's just like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why is that a superiority thing for people? Like, I I normally drink coffee black, but sometimes I'll put cream and sugar in it. But, like, I completely understand why you would not want to drink coffee black. Like, some coffee tastes like shit, and I have to put stuff in it. Yeah, I feel
1: like I can kind of, you know, like, those like, Starbucks Frappuccinos Mm -hmm. where it's, like, sugar, 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 cream, 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 and you can't taste the coffee. Yeah. When it gets to that point, I'm like, okay, why even bother putting coffee in this? Just have a milkshake. Just have a milkshake with some Red Bull in it and you'll get the same effect. For sure.
0: Yeah. No, that's true. But, But, like, if someone just
1: wants to have, like, a fucking latte and put a bit of sugar in it, why does that matter?
0: Yeah, because people are fighting assholes. They're just like, I'm yeah. gonna be a dick about it's like people who like are super, super pretentious about like if you put your toilet paper with like the the roll hanging down the wrong way and they like act like it's a personality trait to care about that and you're like uh-huh. literally uh-huh. no one cares. I'm wiping my ass. Like I mean, I'd prefer it the other way, but also
1: i feel like that's like a fucking reddit thing i feel like reddit has ruined generation not to be dramatic mm. but when people like get so mad about really mundane things it's like no one gives a shit
0: yeah, yeah it's no one cares it's when it's
1: so like dumb. oh my god I, there was this video that got like viral of this american woman trying to make like english tea and she did she was doing it in an absolutely like but fucking sane way.
0: um What was she doing? <laughs> How do you make tea the
1: wrong way? Well, she was like, I'm trying to remember now. I think she put in like cold water and then like microwaved it or something mm. and put like loads of milk in. She did it in a way which like is just like, why would you do that? I can't. Or <laughs> well, you see a lot in the UK where people like, if you put the milk in, Your tea first, you're a fucking criminal. Which I get. Like, I get it. I get that it's weird. But also, I don't know. After the five seconds of this woman making the tea, like, I immediately forgot about it. I might have been like, oh, mom, did you see this weird video? But then, like, it doesn't bother me. I feel like people get so vexed about things which just don't matter. Um, But something that does matter is the fact that when uh, Alexander goes to make a cup of coffee in carrie's kitchen there's a mouse straight mm-hmm. up on the counter um and he smacks it with the frying pan and kills it and carrie is freaking out rather obviously like mm-hmm. i would freak out in this situation
0: i would just he... be very startled to see a mouse yeah
1: ex- exactly i would be uh upset and also there's now a dead mouse on my in my fucking kitchen like i would cry um, yeah. Because I cook there. I don't want a dead mouse. There was a dead rat in my garden, and I was like, I need to, I don't want to go outside until it's gone. Yeah.
0: I also, it stressed uh, me out that he didn't even like immediately sanitize it after like throwing it in the garbage. Yeah. I was like, please wipe that counter down. That's so gross. But Get like,
1: the fucking bleach out. Yeah.
0: I would just feel really. I don't know I would just feel really kind of like shaken up if I watched my boyfriend just kill an animal in front of me like I maybe I'm just sensitive but like yeah. I, I mean first of all I can't imagine Matt killing a mouse anyway but because right. we watched the episode together and he was like oh cute yeah <laughs> so, I mean
1: I don't know if I'd be like oh cute if it's in my kitchen yeah I, I and like it's, it was very much just a reflex for him which is understandable it's not like he was like enjoying it he was kind of very matter of fact about it, though. Carrie was yes. like, "I oh,
0: didn't, I didn't have
1: to kill it." And I, he's just kind of like, "Do you want a fucking mouse in your kitchen?"
0: Yeah, it's like it seems like a pretty normal reaction. To yeah, have. it's not unusual or anything. It's just no, yeah, it's not I like it couldn- was premeditated or like he just did it out
1: of reflex.
0: Yeah, he's not also, like- yeah,
1: it, I was just gonna say, like he says, like, "Oh, if there's one, there might be some other ones," and she doesn't like get a trap or anything
0: she really doesn't do anything no <laughs> yeah, she doesn't which-
1: do anything about it which will come back to haunt her later
0: <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah i did i didn't like to see it because i don't like to watch especially since like she he's like oh it's a rodent it's gross and i'm just like i own rodents like i, I mean they're guinea pigs which is different but like yeah. i'm just like i don't know i don't want to watch a mouse get killed no no no, no. like i
1: my dad is terrified of mice and there was a mouse in my garden uh, a little while ago and he was like we need to get traps to kill it like i like he's terrified of mice oh
0: my god so, if it was in your house it's one thing but if it's in the garden yeah. it's like they live outside
1: <laughs> exactly me and my mom were like they live outside and she was like yeah i'll get some poison then she's like i'm not getting any poison for this fucking yeah. rat like it's in it's its house is outside our house is inside if it was inside their house that'd be a different like issue yeah but yeah that's why he he lives outside it's like you know sharks are in water what do you expect rats mm-hmm. are outside um but yeah i i don't think it's but i'd be so embarrassed if there was a fucking rat in my house and my boyfriend was around he must think i would be like like, there's some, like I'm, like, gross or something. Like, that's what I would worry about. I'd be mortified.
0: Yeah, I would kind of wonder about that, too. I'd be kind of like, does this make it seem like my place is just, like, really dirty and, like, uncared mm. for and stuff? But um especially, especially since... He, he, yeah. He lives in,
1: like, a really glamorous, like, massive place. It's not yeah. just like, oh, he lives in another, like, shitty New York studio that's probably got rats in it. Mm. Like, no, he's in a really glamorous, gorgeous place. So I would be... I would be a little bit embarrassed, but Carrie doesn't really seem to care about that so much.
0: No, which is, like, valid of her, because, like, I mean, it well, really shouldn't matter, but, like, no. I would I would personally have it on my mind. <laughs> yeah, me yeah, me too. Like, in that, if,
1: and if I was in someone else's place, I'd be like, whatever, it's a city.
0: Yeah. Things happen.
1: Exactly. Um, But they... Next scene is them in chemo uh, with Sam, and they're having popsicles, and I guess telling her about it. And... It's, like, really cute. It's really nice. I love to see people, um, like, with their friends, supporting their friends sort of through yeah. medical... Like, through health scares and stuff.
0: It's cute. I also am like, when did you guys get these popsicles? Like, first of all, it's, like, late fall at this point. But, like, they also were, like... Did you bring them from home? Are they, like, melted by now? But Charlotte has, like, a little freezer
1: she has like a little what are they called like the box i'm gonna sound like such a fucking bimbo they're
0: like like a freezer box thing yeah she has one
1: of those and then when the nurse comes she's like oh you ladies enjoying those popsicles i know that with uh chemo she because like the nurse mentions as well you can get like lesions in your mouth and stuff Hmm. um so like cool foods are something that people uh you know who are going through chemo can eat Okay. So I, I maybe the hospital provided them or maybe, yeah. like Charlotte brought them in the thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, they're just like having little kiki.
0: It's very cute. They're just hang, hanging out, having popsicles, and Miranda's like going to town, and Samantha's like, Steve's a lucky man. She's like, vacuum.
1: Oh. Uh, she's like, you know, when you're like vacuum seal, vacuum seal the dick. Like yeah, she's I- doing that. on this popsicle it's a lot um yeah they're like oh steve's a lucky man and then they start talking a bit and sam says that she you know she's feeling good about it and she hasn't had she hasn't got any like uh lesions or anything and she feels that she want to be she wants to be like healthy enough basically to go to smith's premiere that's at the end of the week
0: yeah yeah which is everything seems good at this point so that's nice mm-hmm. and yeah yeah and yep. then um then
1: we shopping with uh the, the russian
0: <laughs> he takes uh, her to a kitchen supply store for her very first time ever
1: yeah this was worrying this, i love yeah. i love going to a kitchen supply store
0: same they're so good there's so much good shit there
1: oh my god you can find like the best shit there you can find gadgets and I will go and I will pester my mother and be like we need to get this We, I mean oh my god how many times are we like cutting strawberries and we're like oh we need a specified knife to cut off the strawberry tops and she'll get it and then we'll never use it
0: oh, so good uh, I love it like I, I walk love- into like a Stokes and it's just like my like my fucking domestication level just shoots up by like five Yeah, I'm like I'm I'm a housewife, a shad
1: trad wife. Um, I need, but also I'm like everything needs to be silicone. Mm Uh, yeah, I get very into it. Um, and I love I love like homeware shit. I love going to IKEA. I love same. Oh, so sexy. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're going shopping and they they start talking. Like Carrie's talking about Samantha. And Alexander is like, Oh, yeah, uh, your friend has breast cancer. And Carrie's like, Yes. And he says, My friend had breast cancer and she died. And <laughs> that's, I guess, our main conflict with Carrie this episode is like this conversation.
0: Yeah. So, like, he just, he, he kind of just drops that really nonchalantly. And yeah. Carrie just kind of, at this point, she hasn't really seen anything. She's kind of just like, blankly staring ahead like okay like taking it in and trying to process it (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's um yeah i
1: i I mean i guess we'll get into it like he does say i think the fact that he says it just so nonchalantly and he says it like immediately as soon as she starts talking about uh samantha's like cancer and stuff is very uh like he doesn't go into at the end of the episode he explains why he said it
0: Yes. But he doesn't really
1: explain it here, which is probably what he should have done.
0: Yeah, he drops it. And, like, okay, like, at uh, the best, it's like he's trying to just kind of stay grounded in reality about it, I guess. But it also just... I don't know first of all it's just also really annoying when you're talking about something really stressful that you're going through and someone else's like brings up how they relate to it and you're like okay shut the fuck up like this isn't about you can you not talk about your thing right now Mm. like even if it's similar you don't need to talk about it but like it's also just really like if she said oh you know like there's a good chance she could die or something and Mm -hmm. he was trying to be like oh you know my friend passed and it was really hard for me so like i'm here for you i understand like that would be one thing but like samantha is she had stage one she had her lumpectomy Hmm. and chemo just seems like it's a precaution at this point so it's yeah it's
1: and she's with like one of the best doctors she can get so she has a very good chance of being okay yes um and I guess like like you said like it's one thing if he had said I just I think it would be completely fair if he said oh I had a friend who had um a similar type of cancer and she passed so I know you know like I was with her I supported her through this so I know what you're going through and unfortunately my friend passed away that is yeah you're sharing your story not in a way to like one-up someone or be like well i know what you're going through it's mm-hmm. it's just you sharing that you have had you've been in a similar situation yeah. and that's fair enough but it, he just sort of says it like so nonchalantly and very yeah. like a total well downer and carrie is carrie is right that Samantha's chances are very good yeah um and but she also doesn't know what his what happened with his friend
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: um so it's it's a, it's a weird one. It's a weird one.
0: Yeah, it's weird. And like he's not trying to one up her. He just no. is very much I guess. He's just being a
1: man and is like, yeah. Would, would you like advice or would you like me to tell you that I've been in a similar situation cuz that's it.
0: Yeah, he doesn't really a lot of people just really don't understand how to comfort someone without yeah. inserting something else in that that like is there Thing. So yeah, he's like, let me
1: insert myself into this conversation. Mm-hmm.
0: You can just Which, comfort someone and be like, I'm sorry to hear yeah. that. That's unfortunate. Like that, it's really yeah. hard to have a friend with cancer.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, it's really hard to have a friend with cancer. I've been there, so I will be, you know, but that's not really what happens. No. Um, no. <laughs> then we move on to uh, Charlotte and Harry, and like she's cooking eggs in the morning. And she gets a phone call and it's from uh, their fertility doctor and her eggs haven't, uh, her eggs aren't viable and it's the second time they've done IVF and it's the second time that her eggs haven't been viable Mm -hmm. and she
0: wants to try it again. IVF is so expensive like I know that they're rich but they're rich as fuck I know I know this but it still stresses me out so much because it's like I just know how expensive it is and it's like oh god but I mean I know it's what she really wants so I mean if you're really rich and that's like the one thing you really want I do understand spending that much money on it yeah Um, definitely yeah it's very understandable but it's yeah it's Charlotte's really trying to be positive about it because she's like I want to try it again And it looks Mm -hmm. like she's really trying to kind of hold back tears here. And Harry's like, I just want to do whatever you want to do. And we can go do it another, give it another shot. And um, Charlotte decides she's going to go for a run to kind of like, I don't know, take her mind off of it. Yeah, she wants
1: to go for a run and just get out of the house, I guess. Um, Yeah. So she does. And she sees, she's running and like the voiceover is like, Charlotte was the she was the like prom queen and she was number one in track and but the only thing she couldn't win at is the baby race which like okay okay Carrie um (laughs) and she runs past like a woman who's jogging with a pram and a baby in it and yeah yeah, it's it's a bit uncomfortable she like runs past it as fast as she can yeah um that's kind of the whole scene I was like (laughs) as soon as this happened I was like oh no there's gonna be a sad one because like yeah this whole plot makes me want to scream i want to see charlotte happy for god god
0: damn it i know she has harry now at least so that's good but like yeah yeah, i mean and plus we're in the the, we're in the final stretch of episodes now so we do know it's like okay things are going to come to a close with her story soon so yes that's good um yeah and same with miranda and steve um their story is kind of wrapping up at this point too cuz they're married now but like they're also in bed kind of realizing like shit we've lost our like entire room to the to the baby like our place is really not big enough for two of us and baby so we need to start looking at other places and they also have a dog yeah, i guess this is now. confusing me well cuz it's
1: they've got a dog together and then steve kept the dog
0: right like i do remember yeah. that but it's just like i forgot and now about it <laughs> now it's big dog
1: because yeah you know, it was like puppy before i have to wonder though i couldn't help but wonder i'm so confused why is she like oh we're in the dining room like did they
0: move did they move into steve's place I don't know because remember they moved all of Steve's stuff into her place. Yeah, so why would they be in
1: the dining room? Because she had a bedroom before and a dining room. I
0: don't well because it sounded like like the baby was like taking over her room. So like maybe the maybe she doesn't have a spare bedroom for the baby. I have no idea.
1: I don't know either. It I'm very no confused. Sense. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. Why would the baby take over the room? He still just needs like a a crib and like maybe a moses basket or something yeah
0: and she doesn't really seem like the kind of mom who's like yes i want the baby to just sleep in the same room as me until whatever like because i know a lot of parents do keep their babies really close to them when they sleep and that's totally normal but miranda doesn't seem like that kind of mother no my my (laughs) mother was that kind of mother i just slept in the same room as them Mm -hmm.
1: and like i don't know it seems like miranda's like i want to get my fucking sleep yeah um (laughs) I don't know, though. I don't understand it. But, yeah, they're all cramped, and the dog the dog is fighting her cat. Um, yeah. Which maybe you should have thought about before you, like, let's move in your dog with my cat. Like, maybe we should have let's consider this is your dog like good around cats or not because we need to talk about that before you move the fucking dog in <laughs> with the cat this is
0: true i feel like miranda had the cat when they originally got the puppy although i guess the puppy like probably i mean it wasn't as big so yeah so i
1: guess the puppy didn't is not familiar because yeah, if you've got a puppy and you already had a cat then the puppy will be like fine you know
0: yeah you can
1: train the puppy to be cool around the cat but i guess they didn't really get to that um so they are fighting, which is not good. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't think the solution is to move into a bigger place. I feel like you need to either you need to either get rid of one or you need to train the dog to not fucking try and eat the cat.
0: They really should train the dog better. Like literally it there's very few things that piss me off more than dog owners who like don't train their dogs who don't take any yeah. don't put any effort into train their dogs and then their dogs are just shitty around people and it's like that's your fault like you can't just be like oh he's just like that like train your no. dog it's it, it's so frustrating <laughs> my issue is
1: like let's have a fucking because this is like a pretty big dog and it's like Let's have this big-ass fucking dog in, like, a tiny New York apartment where there's not going to be, like, a park nearby or anything. That Mm -hmm. doesn't seem very fair on the dog. It does Um, seem like a
0: weird kind of building to have a dog in, yeah. Yeah. Like, the cat is fine because you can't
1: really let cats outside properly anyway. Yeah,
0: and Steve was, like, living in another apartment before this, too. So, just, like, I mean, I know you can have dogs in apartments, but, like, generally, yeah. they're smaller dogs, I think. They're, like, smaller dogs, Like, maybe
1: you have, like, a park nearby. Which, maybe they do have a park nearby because of Brady.
0: Yeah.
1: But uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if this is, like, super dog safe, but whatever. Um, And they're looking at apartments and... uh like steve is like oh i just found one that looks perfect um <laughs> do you want to go over what yeah, he he's said like oh miranda
0: want- it's huge this place is great we gotta look at it and miranda's like takes a look and she's like steve i told you to not look at that side of the paper i am not a brooklyn girl i'm a manhattan girl and, and this whole like her plot line of being like ugh.
1: Brooklyn is so weird to watch in 2020 where Brooklyn is, like,
0: so gentrified and expensive. Yeah, like, I don't understand this at all, especially since it's so easy to get to Brooklyn. Like, to get to Brooklyn from Manhattan does not take very long. It's not very difficult. She's treating it like it's this, like, completely separate, like, she's treating it like it's Jersey. Yeah, it's like you
1: said less New Jersey, which yeah, that is a com- that's a different fucking like, like that's a different state. It's a different that state. A- it's way further away. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like no, it's the same. It's still in the city. It's mm-hmm. just it's just not Manhattan. She's like, "Brooklyn disgusting." Yeah. That's where the poor live.
0: Like even of all the neighborhoods in New York, it's not even like one of the ones that's like you'd expect, like a rich white woman in Manhattan, to be like, ugh, about like it's it's not like it.
1: I don't know. I don't know what at the time what it was like. Yeah. Um, I don't like. Maybe it still had a reputation of being sort of like working class,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: and God forbid, ethnic. But <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. It's. Ugh. And, like, Steve is like, I'm from Queens, and you're, like, me. And she's like, yeah, but you moved to Manhattan.
0: Yeah. I just truly don't get the Manhattan obsession. It fucking sucks. And Miranda, you're not even
1: from fucking – it's not like she's born and raised in Manhattan, and she's like, that's a big jump for me. Mm -hmm. She's from, like, Connecticut or whatever the fuck.
0: Yeah, it makes no sense. Like, Brooklyn is very much still city life – and all like there i mean i don't know what how much stuff was out there at in like 2004 or whatever i imagine still a lot but yeah i i imagine it was probably like
1: starting to get
0: gentrified at that
1: point miranda is a gentrifier she is
0: i mean they're very much like oh we can get this place for a lot cheaper and it's a lot bigger out there like that's literally gentrification (laughs) yeah miranda i mean we did call out mar
1: wilson for like shading miranda which unfairly she should be shaded for being a gentrifier though
0: yeah that that is kind of like hmm like I understand mm. wanting to like get a place that's like bigger and being like well we can't afford to get one where we currently live so we yeah. have to move like slightly further away but like it's it's like <laughs> it's, it's yeah it is touchy it's touchy
1: yeah. um and <laughs> so but she's, like, um, she agrees to look at it and is, like, she'll consider it. She'll at least have a look at it. Yeah. Um. And then Carrie is with the Russian at his place, and they're drinking espresso um, yeah. and having a talk, I guess. She, I mean, they, they're, like, cutesy or whatever for a bit. And then she says, oh, okay, like, we need to talk about what you said the other day. When we were looking for kitchen stuff and about... um." And he's like, oh, about your friend with cancer. And she's like, Samantha. Mm. Like, she has a name. Uh, <laughs> she has a name. Um, but then, this is, okay, this is where Carrie loses me. Really? Because
0: I was kind well, okay. So, I, like, I see both of their sides here, but I do feel like I was agreeing more with Carrie.
1: No, she loses me at this point because she isn't listening to him speak, right?
0: This is true. She's not
1: listening to him at all. She does the exact same thing that he does where, because like he didn't name Samantha, right? She's like, she has a name, it's Samantha. Mm-hmm. But then when, when Alex is like my friend, her name was Sophie, Carrie literally basically closes her eyes, puts her hands over his, and is
0: like, la, 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 I don't want to hear it. Yeah, okay, that was very insensitive because it was like this at this point, they could have resolved the entire plot of the episode by having an open conversation about it.
1: Exactly. And the whole time she's like, I don't want to have a conversation about it. I just want to be mad at you, which you're not going to get anywhere if you do that. Yeah. Because if she had said, which she starts off fine, where she's like, That upset me. This is the reason why it upset me. Fair, right? Because she says, that upset me you know you said that about your friend dying it made me feel like you were telling me that my friend was gonna die and you were trying to lower my spirits and to make me nervous about it and it felt very like I know you're blunt but that was too far which is true but then he and he's trying to explain that like oh well my friend Sophie when she died and like every time he tries to mention uh, Sophie or death or anything, she freaks out. Yeah. And I'm also the type of person who feels, um, like I've mentioned before, being very like my family is rather, no, I don't want to say pro death, but <laughs> yeah,
0: just but very not pro right. life. So uh, not, we
1: ain't pro life. We are. So I guess by that <laughs> by that reasoning, we are pro death. Um, <laughs>
0: Petrovsky's just like sophie's sophie claimed to be pro-life but died anyway and carrie's like don't say that
1: (laughs) but like we're just very matter of fact of like we will all die and we should be very clear about that Mm -hmm. um and i guess maybe alexander is coming from that sort of point of view of like well If your friend your friend's health is in a is in a bad way, and maybe you should be honest with yourself that that it could happen, right? I sort of saw him saying it from that point of view, like you still should have that. I and he like at the end of the episode, he says like, when Sophie died, it caught me off guard. I don't want you to be caught off guard, basically. So be if you are in denial, if she is in denial anyway about samantha's prognosis and diagnosis she shouldn't be she should be realistic about it if it took the down if her health took the downturn then carrie shouldn't pretend that samantha's gonna get any better right overnight yeah which i'm i'm for but yeah he did say it too he didn't say that He didn't say that at the time. He just said my friend died.
0: It seems like kind (laughs) of just like a real lack of communication here where it's kind of like, has Carrie communicated to him how early her cancer was? And Mm -hmm. when they caught it and like, has has she communicated the full like medical everything about this? Because like, if so, it doesn't really seem like beneficial to bring it up but like yeah because it just seems like such different situations like it's like saying my friend has breast cancer and him being like oh well my father died of prostate cancer and it's like that's not this like, it, like it, they're completely different diagnoses even if she like even his friend had breast cancer too but they can yeah. still be completely different diagnoses so it's just like yeah i don't it know how relevant still, it, it is might. Yeah, yeah. It
1: might have still been caught at a different time, and like she had different doctors, and it was a different like the med, like the medicine at the time might have been different than what it is now. Yeah, like it's still completely. It can be that they had two, and they did obviously have two different healthcare plans in place. Yeah, um, but also like yeah, if he had just communicated a bit more, and maybe if they had had this conversation immediately after it happened, of um. Mm-hmm him sort of saying like this is and if he just said instead of just going my friend had cancer and she died that's literally what he said yeah if he had said oh well my friend had cancer and this is the stage they got it at and this is what happened to her and I was with her and it caught me off guard when she passed yeah um so I don't want you to be caught off guard too if it does It seems like Samantha is very in a good place right now and she seems very as healthy as she can be Mm -hmm. Um, and she has the best doctor she can have. However, if it does take a downturn, I need you need to not be in denial. You need to be realistic about it and to have that conversation with your friend and spend as much time with her as you can if she does go before she does go. Um,
0: He's very brave He's (laughs) dead.
1: Yeah, it is, like, extremely blunt. And then he moves on to start looking at, like, spatulas, so...
0: It's very matter-of-fact, just very unemotional. And I think part of it, too, isn't so much, like, the words he says, but, like, the way he delivers it. Because, Mm -hmm. like... I don't know if he really understands just how close Samantha is to Carrie. It's not like, oh, my friend. Like, there's yeah. a huge difference between if I found out you had cancer and if I found out that, like, someone I went to high school who I talked to occasionally but don't, like, found out that they had cancer. Like, that's very different, right? Because you might, you might still, still say my
1: friend, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And, like,
1: you might just still, with people you're not very close to, like, acquaintances, you might still say my friend. Yeah. So yeah, I I agree. With you. He might not understand exactly how close they are, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but I do kind of lose it with her when he's because tr- he's trying to explain as her himself. Yeah, she's like, she shuts I it don't down. Wanna, I don't want to listen to it. She puts her hands over her ears and closes her eyes, and is like la la, la. Oh, yeah, and then just leave. It's just like you're not gonna get anywhere if you do that.
0: Yeah, like listen to what he has to say. Like let him say his full piece without interrupting yeah. him. And then if it still isn't really acceptable to how you feel, then you can still ha- like say what you want in return, mm-hmm. but like at least let him say that. And like, yeah. yeah, cause like he, he doesn't get a chance to expand on it at this point, but I guess we need the conflict to last the entire episode. So we need, we need the character to be, um,
1: like, completely inconsiderate or else it won't make sense. So. Yeah.
0: Well, cause then this part sucks too, because like, after Carrie just tells him to keep stop bringing up his friend who died, mm-hmm. he's like, I think you're being really childish, which I thought was pretty, <laughs> I don't know, I thought that was kind of insensitive of him. Yeah. And then she's like, well, I think you're an asshole. I'm leaving. And she leaves. And it's just like, I don't know. I really feel like he shouldn't be calling her childish at this point. Like, I feel like he should say, can you just hear me out and let me finish what I have to say? Yeah. And I want to be on the same page as you. Cause like, obviously you're going through a lot right now and you're already stressed out about your friend. The last thing I want is to continue stressing you out more about this, but mm-hmm. no, he can't, he doesn't do that. So Yeah. It's a, it's
1: a very like, everyone's being a dick sort of moment to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she storms out, and then Charlotte is jogging again. She's like, "Well, I guess she's sort of like stretching in the park." She's sitting down for a bit, and a little doggy comes over wearing a Burberry sweater. Little fashion
0: so doggy. Hello, it's baby. I don't know what breed of dog this is because dog it's breeds a- are fake. But it's a King Charles Cavalier Spaniel. Oh. So that doesn't mean anything to me. But. But it's the,
1: it's the dog with the flappy ears that kind of looks a bit like Carrie's hair at the moment.
0: Yeah, and it has like a sad face, like the sad puppy dog eyes. Yeah, they do
1: have like a face, like an like a like a silent movie star. Yeah, you yep. know. <laughs> but they're like looking up in the distance, like they look a little bit sad but still beautiful.
0: Yeah. It's a very pretty dog. And Charlotte yeah. is just like, Oh, you're a baby. I love you. And um she like the owner calls the dog over, and the dog's name is Princess Dandy Rich Brandywine. Love her. Incredible name. Brandywine is just like an extremely hobbit name, so I love that. Um, I was gonna say it sounds like um like a
1: house in the reach. In, like, a song of ice and fire. <laughs> yeah. Like, the brandy wines.
0: Yeah. Extremely. Um, but yeah, she brings the dog over to the owner, and the owner's just like, yep, this is my two time fail dog who oh did God. dog shows, but, you know, lost twice. And she just had so much potential, but she's just such a fucking loser. And Charlotte's like, oh, I love her. <laughs> she is like, this fucking dog
1: sucks. And she's so well apparently like has she has one leg that's like a little bit shorter than the others. This is the thing. I do watch dog shows. When Crofts is on, I will watch a bit of it because mm-hmm. I like to see the dogs. Yeah. Um, but I don't understand I I don't really understand how they like give them awards.
0: I don't know how it works. I don't I just know, know how they're how very pretty. Dogs are exactly. just so good. I just like to see the. <laughs>
1: pretty dog and i'm like how did that (laughs) because they do it and i'll get mad and be like how did the prettiest one not i know and
0: i just love that how talented they are like they can do so many cool things and i'm like i'm so proud of you you're so much better than humans go off
1: queen Mm -hmm. like
0: they're like oh look at me i'm wearing a little outfit
1: like oh my hair's cut beautifully i love the poodles when they have their hair cut beautifully and they're doing that little wag with their tails and their little arseholes are showing and they're like, (laughs) my arsehole is out right now, but I'm still the prettiest, most glamorous bitch in the room.
0: Yeah, extremely. And And they're right.
1: That's what the dogs, like the dogs are walking like that. They're like, you can fully see my asshole. I'm a dog. um, And I'm still... Like better look. I'm still gorgeous. I'm still beautiful. They have a lot of like charisma about them.
0: hmm They really do. Yeah. Yeah. They they're beautiful. And this dog's beautiful. And she does have two other dogs as well, who I guess are probably her like favorites, because she's that mm-hmm. kind of lady. But yeah, for now we just see that, you know, Charlotte really loves her, and the lady's like, okay, that's enough. Time to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um yeah
1: that's that's like literally the scene um and then miranda tries to go to brooklyn well this is like a five second scene uh miranda tries to go to brooklyn but the cabbie's like i don't go to brooklyn um and miranda goes huh i don't either and gets out of the cab oh and my like, god
0: it's so stupid okay first of all like <laughs> okay I don't know how much things have changed, but I'm pretty sure you can absolutely do that now. Okay, I took a – okay, it may have been an Uber, but I definitely took some form of, like, Uber or cab from both New York airports to Brooklyn, like, a year ago. So, like, you can do it for sure. And the airports are, like, out of Manhattan, too, so it's not like they're, like – I don't know – Regardless, you can fucking do it. I don't know what's wrong with her. Also, just take the subway, you bitch. Like, I, I was like, take the fucking subway then. Yeah,
1: I like, don't understand. Even if it's just, like convoluted. Because that's a, like weirdly, I don't know, like my ends of London, like if I want to get slightly south of where I am, like I have to go into central and then back out again. So it's annoying. Yeah. But just get the fucking subway just get the subway or wait for another cab like I'm sure there's another cab or call a cab company specifically yeah. if like because maybe the ones you're like picking up in the street won't go that far mm. and they kind of want to stick in the area but uh, then call a cab company specifically and they'll probably go okay cool yeah. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous yeah it's stupid, um, it's very stupid. the next scene is kind of a doozy
0: yeah so okay so samantha and smith are like doing sexy stuff they're like Ooh. gonna have sex but well, then have a blowjob. well yeah yeah uh, but then she pulls out some of um he pulls out some of her hair like a clump of her yeah. hair yeah. and she he's just like oh shit and uh then samantha's like oh that's it's fine it's normal and then he loses his erection and hmm. she's like, "All right, I'm gonna go take a bath." Uh, yeah, it's
1: yeah, it's a lot.
0: Yeah, it's it's a scene. And then Samantha, we see in the next scene, is with Miranda, and they're talking. Well, it's like, Carrie it's and Carrie. Miranda? It's Carrie. So, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Carrie and Miranda are talking about the Samantha hair thing, and Carrie's just like. Samantha lost some of her hair at, like, the worst time. And Rand is like, what, at work? And fucking Carrie is like, well, she wasn't at work, but she was about to do a job. Ugh. <laughs> the way Carrie is talking about this, like, it's like gossip.
1: is <laughs> <It's Right? laughs> wild to me. Like, Samantha was probably laughing at it a bit, I guess. Because it seems like the type of thing Samantha would do is sort of, like, laugh, like, sort of self-deprecatingly laugh at it. Yeah, or seeing the funny side of it at least. But like yeah. the way Carrie is, like <laughs> Samantha lost her hair. Like she's going chemo.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely like very weird to just talk about behind Samantha's back. Uh, it's when weird, she's not like
1: kiki about it. Like <laughs> oh, she lost her hair giving a blow job.
0: Yeah, like,
1: that was probably very embarrassing for her. And she's also started to lose her hair, which is like. A sensitive thing that happens, like I don't know, I don't. It's not that funny, but it's just the way Carrie says it. Again, it was a check, was a black check against her name for me.
0: Yeah, no, it wasn't great. And then she brings up the Russian and their whole thing, and Miranda's like, maybe it's a language barrier between the two of you, and um. I don't know. They they barely talk about it. Carrie's just like, well, it sure is a barrier. And yeah, like- they don't really talk about it.
1: It's just like, mm, that happened, I guess. And then I don't, Miranda, I guess Miranda does mention Brooklyn, and then Carrie is like, no.
0: Yeah, she's like, that I cannot handle. And God, I really hate it when, like, you're considering doing a thing that you're already just kind of apprehensive about. And But, like, maybe it is better for you to do. And then your friends are just like, oh, that's awful. No, like, you shouldn't do that. And it's just like, okay, chill. Like, can you at least be supportive of me if that is what I choose to do? Like, Did I ask for your opinion on it? Like literally,
1: Thanks. yeah. If I ask for your opinion on it, and you're like, oh, I don't think so." Fine. Yeah. But did I ask?
0: Like, she's treating it like sh- like Miranda is considering moving to like Canada or something. Like, like, if Miranda was like, "I'm gonna move to Idaho," yeah, then you'd be probably weird. be.
1: Yeah, you'd be like, mm, no, don't do that. Um, but she is just like, uh, I'm thinking maybe, you know, maybe about moving to Brooklyn which would probably be better for a kid to like not grow up right in the middle of the city and yeah have grass and shit you know that children need.
0: Mhm. Like a lot more stuff that the kid can do out there and not be like in the middle of like the the Manhattan like what's a kid going to do in Manhattan? <laughs> like where is he going to play? I don't know. Mhm. Um, yeah, there's definitely parks and shit but it's just like like you're not gonna let him like go
1: out by himself and be like, Oh yeah, you can just pla just go out to the park with your friends. Like no, fucking is the middle of Manhattan. You ain't going out past like you yeah. are coming you were going to school and you are coming home.
0: And it's like it's not to say that you have to raise kids in the suburbs or anything. Like no. you can raise kids in a city. It's just like I don't know. It, it, no, it's a obviously- deal.
1: Yeah, you can obviously raise kids in the city. And, like, I have a lot of friends who are raised in the city. And I wouldn't be against raising my own kids in the city. It's just, like, I don't know. Wanting your kid to have a back garden is not a bad thing. And also, it's not like they're in the proper suburbs. Like, they're in Brooklyn. He'll still be able to get into city. Once he's, like, a teenager and stuff, he can Mm -hmm. go into the city. Like, he will still have a city upbringing, he'll still say, I'm from New York.
0: Yeah. Um, And it's very much also just like, their place clearly isn't really equipped for like the three of them, even when he's a baby. It's not like an ideal place.
1: No, their place isn't child friendly at all. Like if like for a baby, like whatever, a baby just needs a roof and food and warmth. But for a child, like he can't really, the apartment is not big enough for him to play in. And there's not really like an outside part, and there's lots of cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not really that safe for him. And like, that, if they have the money and they can afford to, buying a bigger place is not an inherently wrong thing to do.
0: Yeah. Especially now that they have a, com- like when Miranda bought this place that was on her own income, yeah. now they have like a combined income between the two of them. So it's kind of like, well, if it's if it's more people than Miranda who originally moved in there, then I com- it's completely reasonable for you to want to be in a different place than you were then. Yeah, so. yeah
1: exactly. And um. they have pets and stuff as well. Like mm, this, yeah, it'd be better for everyone, really. Yeah. Um, and then this is where we
0: get on question. We do. She's just like carries type your question, and this week it's about denial. And she says, "Is f- is it a friend or a foe?" I don't. Really think
1: most people are like? Do you know what living in denial was good?
0: Yeah. Unless you're unless you're in Egypt and you're a crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> do crocodiles live in, in the Nile? They used
1: to. I don't know if they still do. They definitely yeah, used to. Cool.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think they were on
1: like like you know hieroglyphics and shit. They were they were a hundred percent in the Prince of Egypt. So that's and that was, true.
0: That's canon. That was so fact. That, was yeah. factual. that is real. So yeah. Confirmed. Um, confirmed. Yeah. Denial. Is it a friend or a foe? I feel like in general, it's, I mean, there's, I definitely see that there's a benefit to living in some ways with like glass half full. And I definitely try to be more of a realistic person instead of like a pessimist, like, mm. and I don't know, optimistic when I can be because it, but like, I don't know. I I feel like you can be optimistic without being in denial also. Yeah.
1: Hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Like that's the way I guess. And uh, yeah, I feel like that's the way to kind of live is if, if you hope for the best and expect the best, but also quietly prepare for the worst, you know, the worst sort of thing that can happen. And I'm with you. Like I try and be realistic or optimistic if I can be. Um, Mm -hmm. If I have no chance, I will be a pessimist about it. But I don't feel like like, denial to me is very specific. Denial is when, to me, you know the truth and you are purposely or at least subconsciously ignoring that as opposed to just being optimistic about something.
0: Yeah, and I do think that that just – I mean, I guess it really depends on the specific scenario, but there's like a lot of scenarios where – it is just something like i don't like for example with covid it's like there's lots yeah. of people who are just straight up in denial about how bad it is and like in some mm-hmm. cases it's definitely a coping mechanism because maybe you're an essential worker and like the only way you can deal with how bad it is is if you just don't think about how bad it is and i definitely understand something like that and then there's other cases kind of where it's like maybe other people are actually affected by something and so like yeah. living in denial about it is like like if you're just like oh yeah no racism doesn't exist anymore I'm gonna live in denial about it because the world is better for me if I pretend it doesn't exist. It's yeah, kind exactly. of like well maybe it is better for you if you pretend, but that's that's nice for only you. <laughs> so it, it doesn't help exactly anyone, anyone.
1: <laughs> when I feel like people are in denial it's like no there is factual proof that defeats what you are what you think you know because yeah. people be like uh well like i guess we're talking about like covid where people are like it's fine you know it i'll be all right like it, uh, i don't need to i don't need to distance uh, let me go have a massive Oof. party with my friends and it's like okay
0: that's just brutal yeah
1: that kills me <laughs> that is you are living in denial there is and hurting actual, other people
0: yeah and hurting
1: other people like that's stupid if you're I mean, I feel like, yeah, we all have a bit... In that sense, I feel like we all have a bit of denial about it, because otherwise mm-hmm. you go into, like, doom mode. Yeah, you know? if you become
0: a complete doomer about it, then it's just, like, yeah. so bleak you can't think about tomorrow. And I definitely understand trying to avoid the complete pessimism about it. Yeah, But, but you I have to it, have a level of realism. Yeah, I feel
1: like I'm sort of, like, on the realist, maybe going more towards optimist thing of, like, well... If I do everything I need to do, if I, you know, wash my hands, keep my distance, wear my mask, Mm -hmm. I can still sort of, like, wave to my friend in a public place and, like, keep my distance and at least, like, talk to them face to face, even though I guess we're not really seeing each other's faces. Mm Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm not going to be like, let's go to a restaurant.
0: Yeah, you're not being like, would you like to go to brunch with me? Because like, (laughs) that is just straight up like people who are being, okay, the true denial is the people who are like, we're having a socially distant brunch. And I'm like, that is not a thing. I don't care if you're outside. I do not care if you're on a patio. There is no such thing as a socially distanced brunch unless... You are having brunch on your, like, back porch on a laptop, video chatting your friend having brunch on their porch with a laptop. That is the yeah. only way you okay. can have a socially distanced brunch. Like, they're just like,
1: we are having brunch. I'm like, you are having brunch. Cool. That's Whatever. not socially like,
0: distanced. I, I so- I've
1: yeah. seen people and they're like, oh, we're having a socially distanced, uh, just having a social me meeting with my friends, and then they're, like, laying on top of each other and hugging the whole time. And I'm like, that's not, just outside. Just say you're outside. Like, yeah. whatever, you know? <laughs> I get, like, I, I can't go back in time and stop you from doing that.
0: Yeah. But, but you can at least make people feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. I can't go back in time and stop you from doing it, but I can, like, judge you about it
0: yeah which and, I will
1: be doing, yeah,
0: and maybe prevent you from doing it in the future because you realize yeah. that your denial is being an asshole and not just yeah. like you know, making it easier for yourself to cope. so <laughs> um
1: some of us
0: <laughs> I need to make it about myself to cope,
1: some of us um spit in, spit in our friends' mouths to cope. I had a fucking friend, or I'd say friend again, this is not someone who is my actual friend who was like. Posted a thing on Instagram and they were like, apparently I'm not wearing my mask properly. And they had it below their nose. And like, I've posted stuff on my Instagram story and like saying, like, this is how you wear your mask. And if you don't wear your mask like that, you're a disgusting plague rat. (laughs) And um, I said, yeah, you need to cover your nose. And she was like, oh, but it makes it hard to breathe.
0: Like, uh have you seen that one video of the guy who's like i ran like a mile and smoked a pack of cigarettes or something like that or no i don't even remember what it was but it was (laughs) like i did this all wearing like multiple masks or something like that and i didn't die so yeah (laughs) yeah and
1: like all the nurses and like "Uh, it's hard to breathe and then like all the medical professionals wearing a mask like for for like 12 hours a day i they don't want to do it, honey. Yeah. But oh my God. Just fucking, like, come on. Do- like, you're living in, and it doesn't make it hard to breathe. You're not losing any fucking oxygen. Like, it's slightly, it's a slight discomfort. And fuck you. You don't even have to wear glasses, motherfucker. Like,
0: oh my God. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the fog is real. The fog, the fog is real. Is but real. I still wear my mask.
0: Yeah, it's. Ugh people are just ridiculous but yeah so yeah. denial probably bad that's the answer it's to your question Carrie. yeah it's not good especially if
1: you're harming other people at the same time fuck that
0: yeah um, exactly.
1: it sucks anyway
0: yeah we go now to harry got, next
1: <laughs> yeah we have to have our little fucking we have to have a, like at least one covid rant an episode i guess
0: yeah that's just the times that's what 2020 is like <laughs> oh uh, yeah yeah we go
1: to harry and charlotte's like what you doing and he's researching adoption um and charlotte's like a bit hurt by it i guess and
0: she's hurt but like she try she tries to not show it on her face but you can still tell because she's like that sounds like a good idea and she says it in such a way that it's like you can tell that she's this isn't really what she wants at the moment but like she knows that like she has to kind of keep her spirits up i guess so
1: yeah she's still hopeful i guess that she can have a that they can have a biological child together but
0: yeah and well harry's kind of just like this could be like a backup situation you never know like we'll be on some lists and we'll have options basically and so yeah charlotte is like this is something that i'm just she's not gonna disagree with harry about it because she's like okay that's good but she definitely needs to like take a breather about it
1: yeah (laughs) so she, she needs to take a breather um and yeah, she goes for another run, and this is where she sees the dogs and Trudy, Trudy Stork, and uh-huh. he's like the dog owner, I guess. And she sees them again and she sits with them. And like Princess comes up and like sits on Charlotte's lap, and she's like, Oh, baby, little baby, little. Um, and, and then Trudy's like, Ugh, I don't fucking even like that one. And Charlotte. <laughs> Well, she should not say that, but Charlotte has, like, a breakdown, I guess, and she says just because she's not a winner and just because she's not perfect doesn't mean she's not lovable and she doesn't deserve love and, I guess, has a breakthrough.
0: Yeah, of, and she starts, like, crying. Yeah,
1: she starts, like, crying and you can barely... I don't even know what she said because she is, like, crying, crying. Yeah. And I guess she sort of has a breakthrough of, like, oh, you know, she's saying the stuff about herself, really, that just because she isn't the perfect I guess the perfect like wife and mother at the moment that doesn't mean that she's not it uh, doesn't deserve to be loved and isn't a good person and everything and yeah. Trudy's kind of shocked by it and then that's kind of where the scene ends
0: yeah well, she also mentions that she's like oh I can't have a baby <laughs> yeah she's like complete I can yeah um Which is, yeah, she's, like,
1: a lot of info is coming out for this woman who is just trying to walk her dogs.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yep. And then we go to Samantha and Carrie who are looking at wigs. And uh, so Samantha's trying some on- and um, yes. she the first one even before carrie said it i was like you look like the fucking brady bunch mother and carrie's like you look like florence henderson and i was like thank you exactly it's <laughs> the, it's
1: the florence henderson cut i jokingly the other day said to my mom because she is like I have, mm-hmm. I have to get my hair cut <laughs> and i um what like if i cut it i did cut her hair once and it was awful yeah so she kind of needed to um and uh, she, like yeah, she puts on this wig. Well, first, like the the wig maestro, I guess. He's like, "Would you like acrylic or natural hair?" And Samantha says, "Do I look like an acrylic woman to you?" <laughs> um, and she yeah. tries on. Sorry, so uh, I don't wear wigs. I have friends that wear wigs, obviously, mm-hmm. um, but I like love a I love a wig. Transformation YouTube video, wonderful. Mm. So I'm, I was there and I was like, Oh, you don't want a hard front, you need a lace front. Um, and you need like to judge it. And I was like, was like, acting as if I know these wigs, but also at the same time, I don't know, this wig shop she goes to, uh, <laughs> go, th- that's not the wig you, you want to go somewhere that is made for people that wear wigs on the reg.
0: Yeah. it Like they had a lot of wigs at this place, but it kind of seemed like he was like, yeah, I've got like two options that are like, these are my best ones. And she's like, no, and no. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: (laughs) No. And they all like, all the wigs have like names. He's like, this is candy. And Samantha is like, I don't want to wear a wig that's named after a stripper. Um, Which Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, sex worker names I, I don't know why that has anything to do with wigs um yeah sex backbone of our society don't do strippers but candy is not maybe not the best name for a wig um but i'm like go to like a like a black wig store or like even a hasidic neighborhood but people like cultures that wear wigs regularly mm-hmm. you'll get yourself a good wig yeah. But this feels very like a theater wig store, which They're, theater yeah. different to the wigs you wear regularly every day.
0: Yeah, no, not at all.
1: Yeah. And,
0: like she's not finding anything she likes here. And it's like, well, d- <laughs> guys would we never stall. There are yeah, plenty yeah. of.
1: You're in New York. How many fucking wig shops do you think there are?
0: There's got to be a lot. And I'm surely there's like surely she could easily find out like what would be the best one to go to with her connections but yeah i don't know
1: i yeah and like i I guess it depends i guess she she wants it more for the premiere so maybe she can get away with buying like a a more theatrical one which she does later on yeah but if you want a wig to wear regularly um i don't know if this is a place you want to go because they literally have like two natural hair wigs
0: yeah, and that's it. And one of them is and then, like brunette. So and both of them are awful. They look they're very like Raquel Welch wigs. Yeah, they just they're not good.
1: No, they're old lady when old when like old ladies buy wigs. It's that kind of wig store. It's the type of wig store when like you know your grandma or your aunt buys a wig because she doesn't want to be bothered to do her hair anymore. Uh huh. And they're like the Raquel Welch like shake like you put it out of the bag and you put it straight on.
0: Yeah. I, I do love the idea wig. that putting a wig on would be easier than doing your hair. Like, I guess it depends on what kind of texture of hair you have, <laughs> of course. But like, I'm imagining, like, when you say, like, if your aunt, I'm like, imagining my own aunt. And I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. Her, like, her hair would just be like, she doesn't do anything to her hair in the first no. place. So it's like, <laughs> it's not like she's it's, even styling it to begin with. But it's it like
1: buying a wig that is the same as your hair when you yeah. don't want to <laughs> which I have considered doing <laughs> just <laughs> buying a wig that looks like my actual hair wearing it <laughs> yeah So that is for no reason just for fun but I'm you know do you know what I mean like you're like you know the woman who's like the one of the wigs looks like the woman who's like excuse me yeah The wig she's wearing in that like it's just like let me get this like a celebrity branded wig Mm -hmm. take it out of the box give it a little shake put it on my head and we're done Mm -hmm. as opposed to like I'm gonna buy a wig and then style it myself and wear it and then like have my hair underneath either for protective or religious or personal purposes whatever reason you want to wear one Mm -hmm. that's your business but I would suggest for anyone get a lace front cause that'll Look a bit more natural, and th- these are like uh-huh. hard front, just like wig wigs, theater wigs.
0: Yeah, very much which, so.
1: Which close up are not going to pass inspection.
0: <laughs> yeah, not really. Nah. Which like I'm kind now. I'm just thinking about like Game of Thrones parallels with Sex and the City now, and they both are just like, wow, you're in the final season, and there's a bad wig. I'm-
1: Smith and Samantha do kind of look twinny because they're both blondes and, like, oh blonde couples are kind of – both of you are blonde and you're a couple. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's
0: <laughs> true. You're just <laughs> not great. Ugh, yeah it is it is always weird to me when people can like get mistaken as siblings with their partner and it's like i know you don't choose that and like how your partner looks but like i'm just really grateful that no one would ever think that matt and i are siblings like it's that's just it. that's why interracial
1: relationships are the way forward right? which i guess is a weird leap to make
0: yeah yeah exactly it's just it's weird yes they don't they look mm, too close but yeah
1: it's it's, yeah so they go wig shopping all the wigs are awful and then sam and carrie go for like i guess lunch afterwards they talk and sam is sort of saying that she she doesn't want to look sick and she's being very honest and she's like i don't want to look sick i just want to look happy and healthy and Go to my boyfriend's premiere and support him yeah and she's yeah she. that makes sense that's why she doesn't want to have a, a wig that she wants to get a wig that yeah. is like her hair as is or you know she wants to get a wig that looks like her hair but that's not that's not how it works so
0: mm-hmm. she's
1: disappointed about it and she also says to carrie that she knows that she could die and yeah. carrie's like no you'll be fine and samantha is saying, no, you need to listen to me. And you need to let me be afraid.
0: Yeah, this is kind of where Carrie finally gets confronted about the fact that, like, maybe being in denial isn't really the best way she should be acting about this. And, because, like, the way Samantha approaches it is much more humane than the way the oppression approaches it. Yeah. And it just, it makes more sense to Carrie this way. And, like, she finally does kind of terms with the fact that, like, okay, this is what you want. And maybe part of her was like, Samantha doesn't think she could die. So why? I don't want to think that she could. Maybe that's part no. of it, but I don't know. Yeah. And I guess it's like,
1: uh, so Carrie also says like, we need to be strong for her. We need to be the strong one. So if Carrie is starting to worry that she could, she could die.
0: Yeah. Then
1: maybe that like Samantha will hear that and she'll give up. Um, but I think, I get it, but also Samantha is right. Like she needs to listen to her and to to accept that Samantha is afraid yeah. and not just like pass it off as like you'll be fine, you'll be fine because she is afraid and you know it's something mm-hmm. that is serious. It's not. Uh, do you know what I mean? It's not something small. Yeah. It's a fucking massive thing. So yeah, she needs to actually listen to her when she's talking about this
0: for sure. Yeah, and it's nice. It's nice to see if Carrie realize this finally. She
1: has a realization. She thinks uh 2016 is the year about realizing things. Um <laughs> and she realizes things.
0: Do you remember that? I do remember that. And in fact, That's it sure like, was. It feels like 20
1: years ago, but 2016 really was the year of realizing things.
0: Yeah, that year fucking sucked. This
1: but... I'm this is the year of realizing things part two.
0: Yeah.
1: I feel like this is 2016, the sequel.
0: <laughs> I mean it kinda is if you're living in the United States. But Yeah, it's like uh, time to
1: oh that that's true. Damn. Yeah. Sorry. I I'm sorry, I was mean to Americans earlier. You guys really You got a tough one. You're having it's a tough not one.
0: Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. I'm just kind of like, yeah, fuck it. It really is. Um, but Yeah, so Samantha decides that she's gonna shave her head. And honestly, she should have like she starts shaving it and she like gets one thing done basically and then Smith comes home. And I'm like, what if she just left it like this? Like what if she was Samantha Undercut? She has
1: like this bisexual undercut going on. Yeah. And it's kind of a look.
0: Yeah. And it would have been really good. What if she was Sam Undertale?
1: (laughs) What if she was Sam Undertale?
0: Yeah,
1: uh, but she shaves it, and Smith comes home, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And she has her hand like over a uh, over her, her like shaved head, and she's like, "Oh, nothing." And then he sees that obviously there's like a razor and hair on the fucking sink. Um, yeah, so he's like, "All right, seriously, like, what are you doing?" And she says, "I, I you know, I was shaving my head because the, her hair was falling out, and she wanted to take control of the situation, mm-hmm. and." She's like, I, you know, I don't, he's, so apparently she texted and said, I'm not going to the premiere anymore. And he immediately went to her apartment Uh, and he's like, you're coming with me. I don't give a shit. And he, king shit right here though. I
0: literally wrote that in my notes. I literally wrote king <laughs> shit in my notes. <laughs> king shit. This is the sexiest, like the fucking
1: boyfriend golds right here. Right. Yeah. Smith is truly the king. Like Smith and Harry, you could have two kings,
0: two bald kings, bald
1: king. Well, yeah, bald king, buzz cut king. Because Smith takes the fucking razor, turns it on, and starts shaving his head. And Sam is like, "No, your hair is your thing." Because he has the floppy, like Chad Michael Murray hair.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> he's very Chad Michael Murray. And uh she is like, "No, your hair's your thing. You can't do that." and he's like well i'm doing it i'm doing it
0: yeah and then when it. i'm
1: when i'm done i'm going to shave you too
0: yeah it's good oh. i love it he just like he's just like i'm supporting you no matter what i don't give a shit yeah. it's good <laughs> he's like I, let me support you yeah let me love you
1: and it's she good. she oh. you love to see it you
0: love to see it And then we see Miranda and Steve, and they're touring the place in Brooklyn, and Steve's just like, oh, this room we could have our friends over, and Miranda's like, we're not going to have our friends coming over, because they're not going to come to Brooklyn, and I'm just like, pretty sure they would suck it up to visit you, like.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, and you have this, uh, as my friends would say, fat house, like, come on.
0: Yeah, like, it's it's good like this place is pretty big like it's very high. like the high ceilings like brick wall just like like it needs some work o- a little bit but like it's pretty nice
1: it, the, the bones are good
0: yes it exactly. has good bones
1: and um so yeah they are they're looking over the place and miranda's still i guess hesitant about it and like steve's trying to talk it up and yeah. He goes outside for a bit and like he's swinging he's swinging Brady around in the garden and the dogs like bouncing up and down is all happy and Miranda realizes that like it would be best for her family. So she says to I guess the like the owner or whatever she's like, I need to have an engineer come and look at the place if that fireplace isn't up to code, uh, then we need it replaced and she gets negotiating
0: she is negotiating she she she's interested it's what? very good it's really cute even though it's kind of weird that steve can like pick up and swing around like an 18 year old child but um <laughs> bird man yes. is like the same as him. <laughs> but i also love that at this point like steve's like it's not just about you anymore miranda it's also about brady and fatty and scout and i'm just like wait fatty is the cat's actual name <laughs> That wasn't is the just, cat. Like yeah. her being me
1: as like you are to cats, I guess. No.
0: I g well, I don't know. I mean, like we we're like, oh, our fat sons, we love you so much, to like yeah, our nanu. I well, guess fat is just a descriptor as well. So like,
1: you know. Yeah. But no, his his name is Fatty, I guess.
0: That's his name,
1: I guess. That's his name. That's his Christian name. Like they christened him and his name is Fatty.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> and then so after that uh ew. pink wig wig so it's the premiere for, but it's for the gas fans that movie like the, the shooting of this and then the premiere was so fucking quick
0: yeah i mean he shot this like at the beginning of season six so like maybe we can assume it's been like half a year two-thirds of a yes. year it's still short but like I don't know how far into the production of the movie, like, he came into it, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if maybe he just did, like, like
1: right at the end, and he did, like, a couple scenes, and then that was it. And there, mm. I guess there were, like, no reshoots or anything, but okay.
0: Yeah, but sure. And, yeah, she's got a pink wig on, and she looks fucking good as hell. It's so good, and Sam's on yeah. Sam Smith's just like got the buzz cut and i'm just like i'm so proud of you and love you for doing this for her but you looked so much better before just for me personally i
1: don't know he has like a kind of like a
0: uh, like a brad
1: pitt vibe to him I remember when brad pitt had that shaved head
0: yeah i didn't like that either the thing is i just like <laughs> don't like it's like it's a good look for some people for sure. That like people have mm. a preference. My personal preference is I really dislike to see men with buzz cuts or really short hair. I just it's not I, it's not an attractive look for me.
1: Yeah, I'm like, are you joining the fucking army? Like, it give does me the remind long, me of that.
0: Yeah, the
1: floppy long floppy boy hairs like floppy. That oh, boy. Yeah. There's floppy. gotta be something to
0: play with. This is like I just. I don't know. I just like. I love to see a hair just do like an uncontrolled swoop, and your hair can't do that if it's a buzz cut.
1: You know when guys like put their like fingers through their hair and the hair kind of like swoops back.
0: Yeah, like that's and good it's like, shit. Oh, to Oh, me. let me run my
1: fingers through your hair. I yeah. love. I yeah, I do like a boy with like a medium. Like a medium to a long hair, that's sexy. But yeah, um, I feel like some guys can pull off the buzz cut. Like sometimes that's it's true. hot.
0: And like I wouldn't change anything about this episode because I think that like no. it's super good what he does, and yeah. it's it's great for the episode. So it's like, yeah, you're you're great. You're like the uh, yeah, most valid character this episode.
1: And especially as like his hair is part of his image as like an as a celebrity and as an actor. Yeah. So to change it is like change it very rashly is like a big thing for him yeah but also i'm like sam in this pink wig she looks amazing and the voiceover is like little carrie saying that samantha knew that she wouldn't be the same person she was before her diagnosis so she's going to be a different person after she gets the all clear and for tonight she's gonna be little kim
0: fucking exactly
1: it's good shit Yes, I wish she had had the, like, the shell over the boob.
0: Ooh, that would have been really good.
1: Yeah, for like a real, for a real little Kim vibe.
0: Yeah, oh, that'd be so good. Yeah. But yeah, either way it was a great scene, so I do love to see them both. Me too. Um, and that's their, that's their story for the episode. So Miranda and Miranda and Samantha are done. So mm-hmm. we have to wrap up Charlotte's story now. So Charlotte is at home in her place. And she gets a special delivery. And it's, it's, oh. a puppy it's from the, from the puppy From the Stork.
1: Puppy. <laughs> puppy. And like it's in a basket. And it says, you know, from Trudy Stork. Like do you get it? Like a baby. Storks get babies. And... He is baby, she is baby, and like obviously Charlotte is like screaming. She's like, Oh my god, I got fucking like a free fucking pedigree puppy as well.
0: Yeah, no shit, because this is like probably a pretty expensive dog. This is an
1: expensive fucking dog she just gives it to her because she's yeah. cried, which I need to do that. I need to like cry in front of people, like rich people, and be like, oh, I'm really like a- and then they give me stuff if if they just give me free shit for crying in front of them then yeah. i can cry on cue like don't worry about it Yeah. Um, but she gets the puppy and harry comes harry is like instead of being like i don't want a dog he's like who is this who is this yeah. hello
0: yeah and charlotte's like oh this is princess dandy R- brandywine and he's like well we can't call her that that's ridiculous <laughs> and i'm like like well you can you can call a dog anything
1: but yeah i mean i know someone who has like a like a pedigree dog so she has like a fucking stupid name but then they just call her something else like you can just do that it's a dog like whatever yeah. you just give it food give it enough food and it'll do whatever you want it's a dog <laughs> um and he's like well we can't call her that that's ridiculous." And Charlotte's holding her and she's like, Who's the most beautiful girl in the world? <gasps> Elizabeth Taylor. And Harry's face, the acting, he's like, it's
0: so good.
1: Yeah. Like he gasps and he's like, Yes, Elizabeth Taylor. Hello, Elizabeth Taylor Goldenblatt.
0: Oh, it's so good. It's so perfect. Oh, I love her. It. I know. And I'm just so happy that Charlotte has like a happy ending this episode. Like, I knew that this was gonna happen at the end of the episode, but I was still just like the whole time you just you feel so sad for charlotte and then you're like seeing her so happy you're like oh she has her elizabeth taylor it's, it's amazing yeah i was like
1: oh shouldn't i was like doesn't doesn't charlotte have a dog called elizabeth taylor yeah but she does <laughs> and this is she how does. she gets it given to her
0: yeah it's very good yeah And, uh, so that's Charlotte's story for the week. And then we go back to Carrie, and she, uh, she has another mouse in her house. Yes. (laughs) Mouse in her house. She's, um, in bed, like, sleeping, and the mouse is, like, by her head, and it wakes her up. And, oh no, I read my notes, I wrote that she wakes up creaming. Oh. I forgot the S. Uh, she wakes up screaming, not creaming. Um... (laughs) So then the Russian comes over and so Petrovsky sets up traps for it. And this is where they finally resolve their whole dumbass story. And yeah. I do like this moment for Carrie because I just love the way she talks about Samantha here. Cause she's like, look, like you don't understand. Samantha's not just my friend. She's my family. She's my insides. And she has to be fine because if she's not, she's not, that's like my everything to me. And that's why this matters so much to me that you can't you can't suggest that she could die because <laughs> like yeah like it's it's
1: incomprehensible to her I guess yeah and yeah no I love the way she talks about it too it's like oh yeah you 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 love her it's good yeah and uh, and Petrovsky he says what we were talking about earlier that he says that when his friend Sophie died. It caught him off guard. He doesn't want the same thing to happen to Carrie, mm-hmm. and Carrie understands where he's coming from. And he, she, she's also finally for the first time, she's like, oh, "I'm sorry about Sophie."
0: Yeah, because we don't even know how long ago this happened. We're not, no, like, like he could have been like, "Yeah, this happened like last year." yeah (laughs) and i'm still really broken up about it but she the whole time she's just like it's in the past so your thing doesn't matter at all (laughs) your thing doesn't matter as much as my thing yeah and it's like it's true that samantha is still alive and like it's a different situation, but it's, like, she doesn't know the details, so it's very ridiculous. But – and then she brings it back to the espresso thing, and she's like, I need my relationship with a little bit of milk. Like, uh, do you get it? And do you get it? I get it. it. can't be too bitter. And um, then her voiceover is, like, for the first time – in our relationship, we were speaking the same language, and I'm like, oh, fuck off. I'm like, this man is, like, trilingual. Fuck you. Yeah, like, this man speaks at least three languages. He probably speaks more. Like, let's be real. What are the odds that this man does not speak German, like, yeah. below? Um, But yeah, anyway, that's – the second last scene. The last scene the girls are out for these like fancy drinks, and like two of them are wearing like the fancy fashion gloves and that are very cute. And I'm like, I want to wear these, they're very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have like opera
1: gloves. Yeah. I guess but they're not quite opera length, but they're like up to my elbows, and I should wear them more. I remember once, you know, like Carrie's wearing these like neck gloves. I yeah. remember once I like begged my mother. When we are at some museum to buy me lace gloves, like Mm. those. And she did. And I would just, I know, I would just wear them around my room. Like, they're so
0: good. They're so (laughs) pretty.
1: (laughs) I just like, would just wear like neck gloves around my rooms. Like, you know, I'm a Victorian
0: woman. They're fucking great. Like, especially when they're black, like, Carrie's, they're just like gothish shit. And like, I love them. I want them.
1: Me too. I'm looking now on like I'm trying I Googled like net gloves and they're all they're all like like raver ones. That's not what I want. I want I delicate want little Victorian lady gloves.
0: Yes. I exactly that's what I want. Like I yes. already own like fingerless gloves. So I already have just like gloves for when I want to be like that Archie? kind of goth. Yeah. Yeah. When I want to be I wanna, like I wanna be a
1: specific kind of goth, okay?
0: Yeah, then you need to have gloves for different occasions. There's different goth aesthetics.
1: Yes, I wish I still had those gloves though. They were like navy, and they were mm. gorgeous. And right, can you imagine if I wore them right now?
0: Unstoppable.
1: Unstoppable. Un it'd be, it'd be too powerful. I guess that's why I don't have them anymore. <laughs> um but she's wearing these gloves and they're having little cocktails and also samantha is wearing this like gorgeous dior headscarf and it's all like diamante yeah and, like why not wear that to the fucking premiere and she's wearing this black dress they're all wearing black so like a gorgeous headscarf with like a black dress would look very like glamorous very yeah. um you know sunset boulevard oh like a little turban with a jewel in it
0: yeah it like, is very pretty so. Yeah, they all look very nice at this restaurant. They're just they like look gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, and
1: they're talking, and like Miranda's talking about how she moved to Brooklyn, and she's like, "Oh, you guys will come up me. And, and Samantha said, "I can't because I have cancer," um, <laughs> which is a great great way to get out of stuff if you actually do have cancer and
0: yeah miranda being if, like how long are you gonna play the cancer card for <laughs> if, as
1: long as she fucking has cancer i think i think it. Yeah. i think she can pull that card let's be real yeah and um yeah it's this cute and she's saying that like she's trying to soak up as much as she can before she has to move like as much they're like oh cosmos cosmopolitan ladies Oh no, they want Manhattan's, don't they? And she's like, I yeah, think they do,
0: like, yeah, because yeah, she even has to they, like literally drink the metaphor. Uh, drink it in, yeah.
1: <laughs> I hate it. Did we go yeah. to
0: rankings. Yeah, let's go to rankings. Um, yeah. hmm. Well, Carrie's at the bottom.
1: Yeah, like even though she, I guess she's like technically valid. Um, yeah, she does a lot of shit, which I'm like the, the questionable at least.
0: I feel like. I don't think she was, like, not valid this week because I do feel like she makes good points about why Petrovsky is, like, not understanding her feelings. Yeah. But I just feel like the other girls had more intriguing stories this week. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I agree. I feel like Samantha's
1: my top. Yeah, Samantha kind of, like, stunts a bit. Oh my god! I googled Victorian gloves, and you can buy like you can buy mini mini gloves for your little Victorian like porcelain dolls, like the ones that I used to have. Oh my uh, they god! Used to, they used Incredible. to wear little white leather gloves like that. I kind of want to get those. Oh, that's
0: amazing. I, but do you
1: think? Okay, so I'm thinking about. Sorry, I'm completely derailing this, but I'm like I'm thinking about moving. Like I'll probably be moving in a in the next couple months. And what if I? had like a Victorian porcelain doll, just like in my in my flat with that, that, that
0: I think mm-hmm. that could be extremely aesthetic of your place. Like I feel yeah. like that could potentially just be like a really cool piece of your apartment to me. i
1: I feel like it would be kind of fun. And I'm also thinking about getting like one of those Barbie busts that like you do the makeup and the hair on and just having Ooh. it
0: like yeah <laughs> I
1: mean, i'm think i gonna live in like a in, a in a weird place but it's what i want okay
0: yeah i love it i think this is good shit like that's yeah. that's a dream apartment to me i want to terrify men so good yes you should um yeah carries the bottom and then what did you say, Miranda? Okay, no, Samantha to me is at the top because I feel like, well, like I don't know, just like this whole week, like, she she was vulnerable with Smith, her and Smith were just good together, the wig was good, like, everything was good, and I just, I don't know, she's just, was the star of this episode to me. Yes. And then I'm going to say Charlotte just because I just, I don't know, it, her whole story at this point kind of just, like, tugs at me and I'm like... It's – I'm happy that she had a really happy ending at the end of this episode. And then Miranda, because I'm like, okay, you – I don't care about Steve, but I just feel like I'm happy for you for, like, where you're at in in this story and Mm -hmm. that you're, like, willing to finally leave Manhattan to, like, I don't know, care about the other things in your life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, care about your family. Like, you did get married and you do have a child, so –
0: yeah, and I think that's nice. And then Carrie, like, I don't think Carrie was bad this episode, but I just, it doesn't intrigue me because I don't give a shit about her in the Russian. And so it's kind of just like, it's fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I'm with you. I agree. Like, that's the same for me.
0: It's yeah. just like, okay. Um, well, that's our ranking. So I guess we can do questions now. We have two questions today on Tumblr. If you want to send us questions, send them to citygirlsmakedotumblrcom slash ask. Our Mm -hmm. first one is from friend of the show, Siberian Pine, who's asking, what's the difference between Manhattan and Brooklyn? Wrong answers only. Um, one has an N in it. (laughs) Um, Manhattan's where you go when you need a hat man yeah Yeah. um brooklyn is god i can't even be funny about this i literally don't know i've been to manhattan and brooklyn and i just I'm like <laughs> ah, i don't know
1: <laughs> i don't know i mean i guess it's like I, like if i'm gonna compare it to like london where people are like south of like because people used to be funny about going, like, south of the river, as they would say.
0: Mm. When,
1: which, like, why would you say south of the river? That's just south. It is weird. Um,
0: like, it, That's just what south is. That is what south is. The thing, so one of them is, believe it or not, one of them is more south than the other one, but it's literally impossible for us to know which one it is. That's
1: true. Scientists haven't do, figured it out. The issue is, like, I do have a map in my mind of the five boroughs of New York. And I'm like pretty sure I know that Brooklyn I think I know where Brooklyn is. Like if you gave me a map, I feel like I would give you like 90% accurate. Because well, you could
0: never be sure though. There's it's impossible can,
1: to know for sure. Who can never really be sure? But just... I did play a lot of that Spider Man game and that's in New that's in Manhattan. Mm, and like got you. E- each of the little, like the districts and shit is labeled when you're there on the map, right? So I'm like, so I was like, oh, that's where Hell's Kitchen is.
0: <laughs> the very first. Well, I've only been in New York once, but like when I went to New York, I was like, this, is, this is where everything is. Okay, that's yeah. not what I was imagining. I'm sort of like, oh, I guess that that makes sense,
1: yeah. I'm, uh, you know, it's like what is it like Tribeca, and it's like the tribe above this thing of like if you look at like why different parts of New York are named after that, it's like okay, I guess that makes sense, but also I don't know, stupid, it's
0: stupid, <laughs> It's stupid. I think the most interesting thing about New York is that Manhattan and Brooklyn are actually both not real. No, they're, they're,
1: they're, they, exist, they exist in an astral plane. People are lying. Well, America's are lying to you. It's it's fake news.
0: It's just a <laughs> it's just a vessel for fiction. Like that's why there's so many TV uh. shows set there, so they don't have to come up with a real place that everybody knows. It's like Anne of Green Gables and Prince Edward Island. Like it's not real. It's invented <laughs> for fiction and then everyone just is like oh that place but it's not real you just think it is cuz you've seen it in fiction so much so yeah it's, that, it's like in new york like, like
1: <laughs> yeah it's like all of england yeah
0: i'm <laughs> it's not real it's weird I, how you have to take a boat from scotland to wales <laughs> yeah
1: it's weird how like england doesn't and shouldn't exist yeah i'm sorry
0: Oh, thank you for the question. Um hopefully that helps you know some information about Manhattan and Brooklyn that you didn't know before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, um, we helped. Your second question is from front of the show 2 by 2 Furious who asked what would you want a wig after you what would you want a wig named after you to look like? Wig? Yeah.
1: Wig. I mean, I guess the obvious one is like literally just my hair. Like literally, just yeah. our hair because our hair is kind of iconic enough that it could exist as as wigs. Because like I have very like dark curly hair and it's like big, and then you have like your red, you're like red long hair with like blunt. Well, I mean now you have a mullet, which is this is true. Powerful. I do have a mullet now,
0: and I've got yeah. Like I feel like even before that, even before I was like COVID time to shave the sides of my head and have a mullet, mm-hmm. I was like, oh well, I've pretty much my entire life had the, like, straight bangs look. Always. Yeah. It, it's very rare for me to not have that going on. So, uh yeah, I feel like just one that looks like my hair would be the thing. Although, like, I will say whenever I do, like, pick roos or just, like, doll makers in general, I do always make my hair longer and bigger than it normally is. Like, I just – like, the idealized version of myself has hair that's, like – twice as long as it is now and like twice as thick and it's just like really wavy and like unruly so i would like my hair to be the same as it is now but like that so yeah
1: i feel like same for me like i would probably maybe just have like my hair but like huger like you know like how drag queen drag queen wigs are like two wigs stacked on top of each other a lot of the time
0: (laughs) Under like, like, trench coat like, yeah exactly
1: it's like that's what i would want my ideal hair to look like so i think that's what my wig would look like like if i was gonna do like a raquel welch like celebrity wig line i would have alex number one which would just be my hair like bigger and maybe yeah. like a nice little highlight in it or something and then i would have maybe alex number two which mm. would be just like a morticia like like long black and straight but goes down to the floor yes yes extremely good yeah i love that Uh uh-huh like like morticia meets cousin it
0: Mm. yeah yes yeah that's good shit i love it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for the questions Um, definitely send us questions for the next few episodes because we uh, only have like I think four episodes left after this before we get to the movies so yeah keep them yeah. coming yeah. send so the us Steve voices too like we haven't had a Steve voice in a long time and like I know Steve is just in the episodes more now so like there's plenty of chances to like just do it naturally mm-hmm. but you know you want to submit a Steve voice that's like that one specific thing
1: you so know you, you want to yeah yeah Yeah. you know you want to make uh you know you want to make uh stephanie say like horrible horrible things
0: yeah you know you wanna but Mm -hmm. so okay so that brings us to patreon because of course you know that's that's part of the patreon tiers so at the one dollar level you can uh be a haymower and you get a special Discord role. You get access to our bonus content. We just put out Bill and Ted 2 last week. So that's our newest one. That's our July, uh, Keanu. Uh, and then we, we're doing those every month. Uh, we, you also get access to the secret channel of the secret Discord channel of liquor and nanu pics that no one else gets to see. And they're yeah. very good. They're handsome boys. Um, and then at the $5 level, you get all the $1 things. You also get an even specialer Discord role. You get a shout out on the podcast every week and you get to submit stuff for Steve voice. And at the ten dollar level, you get all the previous stuff. Plus, you also can listen to us live every week if you like to. Plus, you get an even specialer Discord role and you could be like one of only two people to have that color in our server, which what? I think is neat personally. It's like, ooh, look how exclusive you are. You so, need
1: you know you need new you- Fuck! I should be able to do that. You know you need n- unique New York.
0: Yes. Yes. That's a tongue twister. Um <laughs> so all of our five dollar not patrons are alex Shop, summer geist jennifer snyder matt ribero Jess alachi and siberian pine hardwood so thank you all so much and to all our other donors and also thank you to uh everyone else as well we're happy we're just happy to listen so uh, <laughs> that's i don't know podcast. why i said it like that yeah no yeah. we
1: are yeah no we're happy you're here if you can if you want to give us the money then that's great but we're just happy that you're listening and you're enjoying our show
0: yep pretty much
1: i and just, um and i just found some lace gloves for uh, 10 pounds you so. can spend your
0: patreon money on that next month i can spend, spend my, this month.
1: i've already spent this month i bought a strap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're so valid. You're so valid. That's like the best way you can buy, spend Patreon money. I didn't like deliberately spend my Patreon money on this, but I did receive the fangs I ordered in the mail today. So like, oh, I have yeah. to, I'm excited to try them on. Um, but yeah, we, it lets us do these little purchases. That, like, you wouldn't have a strap if we didn't have a Patreon. So like, you- you're, you are bringing joy into our lives.
1: <laughs> I listen eventually. Eventually, I will either be pegging someone or giving them that good, good, or they can give me that good, good. Like, it's just, it's a practical, I feel like it's an essential. Mm. I feel like it's a necessity for me to have, and like it was on sale. So, yeah, I got it, you
0: know. So, Um, if you give us Patreon money, then next month, Alex can buy Victorian gloves. So, I mean, well,
1: I mean I can still buy I can buy them now
0: well don't tell them that because then right. they won't donate <laughs> <laughs> buy <Buying> gloves <laughs> uh, well okay uh, thank you for listening and uh, we'll be back next week with another episode emotionally so, uh,
1: blackmailing our listeners into buying me Victorian gloves and a fucking a uh, porcelain doll to scam men in my house
0: these are just essentials i don't know what the problem <laughs> with that is it's like stealing bread to save your family to <laughs> feed your family it's the jean yeah,
1: it's, <laughs> it's valjean of uh, buying a strap i need a strap i need a porcelain dough and i need
0: victorian gloves and a barbie bust it's a necessity. Yes. This is why they were all so sad in France in that movie. So, because they didn't have straps or little exactly. fucking dainty gloves. Yes. Oh, they have fun <laughs> earrings too. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening and uh, so long and good night. And uh, fuck ups. Cops. Fuck ups.
1: Uh, blue lives don't matter. Unless you're a cookie. Unless you're Cookie Monster.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You know,
1: that's it. That's, that's uh, it.
0: <laughs> the no girls hey and the gays and Cookie
1: Monster, that's it.
0: Exactly. Uh. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye. because Keanu Square on the lips. <laughs>